Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 11 this morning. So today we're going to be talking about how to talk to God. But then he also says, and lead us not into temptation. And this is an interesting statement, you know, because it's just a Greek problem, honestly, because God obviously is not going to lead you into temptation. You know, it doesn't seem like an appropriate thing to even pray. God, don't hurt me, you know. That's not what, that's not what he's trying to say. It's just a grammar thing, you know, kind of like, you know, when you... It, it, King James and New King James and, and many others, ESV, are word-for-word translations, so often, often they read like this. And so it makes sense in Greek, whereas in English it's kind of weird. Why would God lead you into temptation? What he's trying to say is lead us away from temptation or keep us from falling to temptation, as some translations will put it. But it's a good prayer. Lord, keep me from temptation. Now, let's just... For arguments, how many of you guys have prayed and prayed and prayed for God to take something away from you? A deep, dark desire in your heart. You prayed and prayed and prayed. God, don't let me feel that way anymore. Don't let me want that anymore. How many of you have prayed that prayer? Yeah. Anybody who's willing to put their hand up. <laughs> I prayed and prayed and prayed. And God take it away. Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes he does, rarely, but sometimes he does. How many of you guys have had a prayer, you're like, God, take that away from me, and he took it away? <sighs> okay, we got about half, you know, not even that. And then how many, how many of the same people have prayed and prayed and prayed about something else, and he didn't take it away? <laughs> same hands, okay. Okay, does God just take all, this, all the desire away from us? He doesn't. You know, and some people are wrecked you know, they're in their faith. They're like, I prayed, and God didn't answer my prayer. That's everybody's lot. And why? Well, God has his reasons for it. You know, I mean, if my kid asks me for 500 bucks, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Although he deeply desires it. You know, it's not going to happen. You know, um, but, but the reality is, is that God allows those things in our lives because he has a purpose for them. You know, I know for me that there's things I, that the Lord took away when I first got saved. He took away a few things. It was awesome. I wish he would have took some other stuff away instead. But I, I'm still praying over those things, and guess what? Those things keep me coming to him. Keep me before his throne. Keep me on my knees. And, and, and that's actually more beneficial from me, for me to be on my knees before the Lord and crying out to him over those things than it is for him just to remove those things. However, this is another thing that I've noticed, and, and maybe you've experienced this in your life, that as I draw close to the Lord, the temptations actually become weaker and weaker and weaker. But if I focus on the temptation and trying not to do something, it's not going to work, right? And so this, the remedy to overcoming temptation isn't that God just removes it from you so you can just go on your merry way and forget about God. But it's that you draw close to God, draw near to God, and then he fills your hearts with new desires. 
And, and so that's really what we're praying is we're praying. But he also adds to that, but deliver us from the evil one. And so don't let us fall into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Notice the but is a conjunction tying the first and the second thought together. And in fact, that's true. I have desires, the desires of my flesh that are wrong, but the enemy is there to feed those things. To say, hey, Mike, right in the other room, if you go in there and you open up the cupboard, there's a box of Twinkies. You want them. No, I don't. God, take it away. <laughs> oh, if, if my desires were only that deep. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. But, but it, it, the enemy is, is truly there. He's there and he's trying to tempt you. He's trying to accuse you. He says, open the door, 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 open the door. You open the door, he runs in, he bites you and says, you idiot, you open the door. You're such an awful Christian. And so how do I avoid that? I go to Jesus. I don't listen to the door. And eventually he'll knock, he'll stop knocking, right? So we need to realize that there is a spiritual battle that's happening, and that's what he's saying here. You know, keep the evil one or deliver us from the evil one. He wants to destroy your life. I mean, you just look at the Job. It's, it's, it's an awful scene where Job is, is just living his life as, as well as he can and, and loving God and trying to do the best for his family, and he's just living life like that. And, and God, you know, is in heaven and, and the angels are there before him and Satan comes amongst them. And, and God says, I wish God wouldn't do this. Have you considered my servant Job? None like him on all the earth, righteous, loves God, shuns evil. And Satan says, I, I've seen the security system. I can't even get close to him. Razor wire, lasers. You know, you put a hedge about him. I can't get to him. He says, okay, God. God says, okay. He takes it away. Satan goes in ruthlessly, ruthlessly. And this is how much Satan hates you. He takes his kids, kills them all, kills all of his assets, destroys everything, leaves him with his wife. And, and, and that's it. Just him and his wife, just to grieve together. But then, Satan, same scene, comes in again. God says, hey, we consider my servant Job, loves God, shuns evil. Remember what Job had said? He says, naked I came to this world, Naked, I'm going to leave. God be praised. Have you considered my servant Job? Hates, uh, hates evil, loves God, shuns evil, loves God. None like him on all the earth. Skin for skin, Satan says. If you give me, if you let me touch his skin, he'll curse you to your face. And so boils break out on Job. Now, he, he could touch his skin, which means he could touch him. He could touch his wife. The two are one flesh. He couldn't kill her because they're one flesh but he doesn't touch her, and why? So that she can look at him full with boils and question, did you do something that bereaved me of all my children? How awful would that be? He says, you're talking like one of the foolish women. Awful, I mean, Job finds himself in absolute devastation of life, and he's sitting there in his pain. And what does he say in the midst of all of this argument that he's having with his friends who are coming against him and his wife who is, you know, not understanding what's going on? He says, I know that my Redeemer lives, and he, I will see him on the last day on the earth, and I will behold him in my flesh. I shall see God. Man. 
that he would still love God. And yet Satan hates you and he hates me and he hates everyone who loves God and he has no greater desire than to destroy you. And so we have to ask God, deliver us from the evil one. The Bible tells us to resist the devil and he will flee from you. This is something we have to do. So we see this pattern of prayer, but we have to realize that it's a pattern of prayer and it's not the prayer itself. God is not saying, I want you to say our fathers. I've, I've heard people say that. I said 10 our fathers this morning. <laughs> what does that mean? They repeated the prayer 10 times. Well, what did Jesus say about that? In Matthew chapter six, when he gives us this prayer in another place, he says this in verse seven, when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they'll be heard for their many words. So this is our pattern to pray to the Father, not a prayer that we're supposed to say by rote. And, and, and often when I talk to God, I just talk to God. And, and so there are times when I can use this, though, and, and I often use this when I'm in the midst of grief or something, I'm too confused or too tired or whatever, then I will go through this prayer to kind of guide me to pray each step of the way. And so it starts out with adoration. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Then, it, then revival. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then supplication, give me this day of my daily bread. And then repentance, forgive me my sins. And forgiveness, as I forgive those who sinned against me. And then protection, lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from the evil one. So I use that adoration, revival, supplication, repentance, forgiveness, and protection. And I just pray things related to each of those areas of my life. So not necessarily just praying the prayer, but praying things that are relevant. So, so Jesus gives us this pattern of prayer, and then he tells us to be persistent in prayer. Verse 5, And he said to them, Which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has come to me on his journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within and say, Do not trouble me. The door is now shut, and my children are in bed with me. I cannot rise and give you. I say to you, though he will not rise to give to him because he is his friend, yet... Because his persistence, he will rise and give to him as many as he needs. So if you're annoyed enough, God will finally hear your prayers. That's not what he's saying. No, he's saying that this selfish friend who won't get out of bed to preserve the honor of their community, to give you food, to set before a stranger or, well, another friend who's coming from afar, he says he will if you keep bothering him. And so in one way, he's saying how, how much more the loving Father will meet your needs. But in another way, it's a rebuke because we tend to be persistent with our friends or our neighbors, but we maybe don't even ask God. And James rebukes us for this. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991. Or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.